My name is Martha Smith, and I'm an ASUI Senator. My name is Joseph Tibasar, and I'm Director of Community Relations. The University of Idaho is known for having a vibrant Greek life culture. From emerging chapters to ones that have been here for over 100 years, there's no question the value that it adds to the student experience. Today with us, we have the co-president of MGC, Gabriela Ponce, the president of Panhellenic, Riley Hawley, and the president of IFC, Dawson Becker. Large portions of our student population look up to these people, and we're excited to get to know them today. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you for having, having us. us guys. Great, well, we'll jump right into questions. Just introduce yourself, what chapter you're from, what position you started out within your chapter, that kind of thing. All right, what's up, Vandals? Uh, my name is Dawson Becker, and I currently serve as your Interfraternity Council President. Um, I'm with Sigma Nu here on campus, and my first two positions that I started out with was Recruitment Chairman and Chapter President. Hi, my name is Riley Hawley. I am a member of Alpha Phi, and I started out in my chapter as the Coordinator of Campus Involvement and Mental Wellbeing Chair before being Chapter President, and now President of Panhellenic. Hi y'all, my name is Gabriela Ponce. I am currently a member of Kappa Delta Chi Sorority Incorporated. In the first position I started off with Treasure, um, but I now serve as Academic Chair and Sergeant at Arms. Awesome, you guys have served a lot of leadership in the your respective mm -hmm. chapters, yeah. it's awesome. It's great to have you guys on. Thank you. So how has your role changed your perspective kind of on Greek life as a whole, whether that's within your chapter or other student leadership around campus? So, I mean, I've been in my position, you know, still pretty early, but already, like, the difference between chapter president and IFC president is massive. Like, with chapter president, I feel like I was kind of only really focused on Sigma News success and how what we could do to, like, make our kind of reputation and our things better. But as IFC president, you kind of learn, like, it's a whole shared ownership kind of thing. All these chapters are, should be working together to make sure our community is the best that it can possibly be. And like recently, me and Riley even traveled to Indianapolis for an AFLV Greek Live conference. And you can see like all these chapters coming together with like 3,000 students, you know, planning on ways to improve their own council. So it's been super, super awesome kind of seeing that change. I would kind of piggyback off of that as well because I kind of had the same streamline of being chapter president into Panhellenic president. And definitely as chapter president, you kind of think that each chapter operates solely on their own and they're worried about their own success. But then when you look at that from a bigger picture and like a different perspective, you realize that none of these chapters could operate without the other and we're only as strong as our weakest chapter. And so we basically all exist to uplift one another and we all kind of joined for the same experience and we had the same goals going into it. And so I think that's one big thing that I realize is like we all have this common purpose being involved in Greek life and it's just a kind of a really special bond. I think for me, serving as Multicultural Greek Co-President, um, I've served in different leadership positions and, and joining this position, I realized how like how alike our chapters were. Um, although we're small, I think our biggest chapter holds 17 members. Although we're small, we all have very uh, like-minded ideas and goals and values. And so just seeing that perspective uh, was completely completely changed like my mind on, on how Greek life works as well as working closer with Panhellenic and Fraternal Councils just um, allowed me to get to know more people and, and see that we really all truly just want to help our community and, and have like likewise um, values and goals. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting to look at it because it's like, you know, like you guys all said, you kind of when you're in your own chapters can only worry about that, but then it's a lot bigger picture with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So how has your role changed your perspective on Greek life? I mean, is there anything in particular outside of your guys' roles that's changed, or what does that look like for you guys? I don't know. Oh, you can go. Well, you go. You go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I mean, not even if I was, if I wasn't even serving as Panhellenic president, I just think the bonds that I've been able to make already, just getting outside of my chapter in these last couple of years, and getting more involved in the, in the community and on campus, 
has kind of made me view it a lot differently. I just kind of thought Greek life, you were there to just like serve that purpose. But I think Greek life serves as a good foundation to building up your confidence and your leadership skills to move outside of that. I think it's meant to kind of serve as a starting point to branch you off even further. So I've been grateful enough to have leadership positions and expand outside of that. But I think, I don't know, it's, it's just been cool to see like the doors that it opens that you wouldn't normally think when you go into it. Yeah, I think this is really interesting seeing and really awesome to seeing how big our community really is here at the University of Idaho and like kind of how like when our chapters do work together and we have these bonds within our fraternities and our sororities and our MGC fraternity and sororities too. Like we have like so much we can do and to make good on our campus and it's super awesome just being able to kind of see that from a different outside perspective lens of yeah. just outside of your own chapter. Yeah, I think just to add to both of them, I don't think I ever realized how big the Greek life was until I joined this specific mm -hmm. position as president and how much, how everything is so incorporated with everything that we do and I've met so many people, I've met you guys and just like having the opportunity to be in this position has, has just allowed me to realize how big of a part we play in every little thing, even like student count, like uh, ACY, mm -hmm. sorry, like ACY and, <laughs> and different things like that um, and how big of a role we play in them. Completely. I feel like definitely coming into ASUI, you kind of see how IFC, Panhellenic, MGC definitely affects not only Greek life, but also the whole community. Mm -hmm. um, moving on, what, so as you know, like at the University of Idaho, there's definitely kind of a split between Greek life and RHA, like individuals that are in the dorms and stuff. Um, what would you say is like a misconception about Greek life you guys wish, you wish you could change? I would say like my biggest like pet peeve misconception is when they say, like, you pay for your friends in Greek life. Because I think, I mean, at least at the University of Idaho, too, and with the fraternities, like, we're pretty on par with the rates that, um, the, you know, RHAs and the dorms offer, which is super awesome, and maybe even cheaper as well. But you're paying for so much more than just your friends, too. Kind of like piggybacking off, you know, these thoughts that have already been brought up. But, like, there are so many networking and connections and leadership opportunities that the fraternity and sorority life can bring you if you take advantage of those, like, while you're in it. Like, it is a great, great kind of thing just to put, you know, your eggs in, and you can do so much with it. So, yeah. yeah. It's a great, it's a great um, student group to get into because you can also find mentors that are older right, than you as exactly. well. That, like, I, got, I had mentors when I joined my fraternity that were seniors and kind of led the way around, led me, like, through college and stuff and kind of taught me the ropes and that kind of thing, not only socially but academically as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I would say one... Uh, that I have is that Greek life is exclusive and in the sense of it being exclusive to join but also exclusive and the fact that like people think that we just kind of stay within our organizations I just think that the way that our three councils operate and the chapters within them they're all like so just beautifully unique and different in their own ways and there's truly like a spot for everybody and I think that's the best part about it and it's you kind of see it when you look at it from an outside perspective as it kind of just being this one whole front and you don't really get to understand that within it there's just so many you know differences of opinions and views and people and like it's just I think it's a really cool thing and it's it's very it, it, I don't know it varies and I think outside of that and kind of what you touched on earlier I mean Greek life there's so many opportunities to get more involved in other things mm -hmm. there's so many Greek life students that are involved in ASUI and on the cheer team and in athletics and other clubs and organizations so that's one thing I think that people think we, that we stay within Greek grown within our chapters and those type of deal but 
it, it goes much beyond that. I don't think really people see that much. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I think for us, as I agree with all of what y'all said. Um, I think for us as a multicultural Greek council, I think a lot of people underestimate or don't understand how our how our process and our rush and everything goes on and how we have the opportunity to stroll and step and salute and do, we just function a little bit differently, um, the Penhellenic and Fraternal Council. So I think that misconception of, of not understanding how we do things or there's like a lack of knowledge or that we even have a multicultural Greek council. Um, so I think that's the misconception that, that mostly comes up to my mind and as well as what y'all said, um, that it's like exclusive, but mm -hmm. There's so many, many opportunities. Um, when I joined, I was able to get more exposure. I used to avoid the library, and when I joined, <laughs> I, and when I joined my sorority, I was able to have study table hours, and then I realized that the library is a pretty cool place, mm -hmm, and totally. I was able to connect to other academic opportunities like the McNair Scholars Program and a bunch of different things. So that's what I'd have to say about that. You learn a lot from Greek life, not only, not only I'm pinpointing, not only socially, but academically. You mm -hmm. learn a lot, mm -hmm. and it's crazy. Yeah. So I guess so bridging off of that, um, what's something you guys look forward to changing or improving during this term? Is there anything in specific? So I'm in a really fortunate spot just because our IFC 2022 council actually put in like work for us. They mm -hmm. were they able to, it. they were able to put like three awards on our belt and like compared to you know fraternities or our interfraternity councils like nationwide. So super awesome. So um, I'm not really trying to do again, you know, reinvent the wheel, but I definitely want to provide like more transparency and education and resources to all of our 17 chapters that we recognize to kind of improve their operations to make sure that they know what they're doing and they're on the right track. Um, I think people kind of view, you know, IFC as this kind of anti-fun governing body <laughs> that kind of is, and that's absolutely not what it's about. You know, it's for advocacy and support and making sure our fraternities are doing what they can to, you know, excel and so they can have, you know, personal development too. So, you know, trying to, you know, increase those operations to, you know, boost rush numbers and, you know, create a more inclusive FSL experience too. So, yeah, excited to do that. I'd say on the Panhellenic side of things, we're kind of doing the opposite. We're trying to really, you know, encourage a big shift here, um, specifically like in the way we run recruitment. We've kind of just seen in the past couple years that the recruitment style that we run with at this university just doesn't really fit the needs of our P&Ms coming through. Being in Idaho, we're not the same as Bama Rush and those bigger schools. And we, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so we need to be, yeah, we need to be catering to that and understanding what these girls need going through and giving them that exactly so they can find their forever home. So Taylor Thurston and I and Kenzie Thiel um, are on a recruitment team and we've actually been working on this project quite a bit since we got to AFLV and we're kind of getting the ball rolling with that, trying to change our recruitment structure so that it's a little bit more laid back and kind of mirror something more similar to the men because I think that there's just a big difference in the way that <laughs> we expect yeah. women to go through this process and have it be strict and scary and there's tears all the time and then the men are playing volleyball in the front yeah, yard. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. 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 yeah, so we're trying to bridge that gap a little bit to really give PMs what they need to increase our numbers and increase retention in the community and just build a better overall experience. That's super that's cool. awesome. I remember thinking that going through recruitment of like how different. I was like, okay, so now we're all dressed up. What are they doing over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you mean? The same game. Yeah. 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 It was just like a basketball tournament. It would just be like all like our work our kind of like work week and our rush week was literally going outside and like throwing a <laughs> football and then giving Meanwhile. the occasional guy house tours and then yours was like you guys all like have your yeah. each outfits for every day and like it's just yeah. so much like There's so much pressure yeah, yeah. It's, it's so yeah. much pressure not only on not only on the uh pnms but also on the members mm -hmm. as well 
I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It'll be fun and cool. Yeah, I think uh, me and Alondra, who's my co-president, um, coming into office in, in August, um, we both decided that one of our main goals was to uh, gain more transparency and more education on how our council works and how our chapters work, as well as um, gaining more communication with the Panhellenic and Fraternal Councils. Um, because we're a smaller, I think that's one of our, our difficulties. It's harder for us to get more um, education on our councils and how that works. And I think also just a lot of people don't know who we are and that we're even on campus. So that was our main goals. And just throughout this year, we've we've done a good job at advertising and communicating more effectively within our chapters on how we can do that, how we can engage more people and how we can recruit more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's one of our main goals and that we've done we've done good. And hopefully in May, when we transition offices, we're able to, to do that with the new people coming in and able to help them continue the progression of working with the Panahelic and Fraternal Councils and, and getting more communication and like our chapters, my chapter specifically, Capital Delta Chi, has, has gained more, has gained more like communication specifically with, with Fraternal Councils and I think we have a social coming up and so just awesome. doing, That's just doing things like that is, is very progressive because I know of, in, I know in the past just MGC has been very like low key and so a lot of people don't know about it and just I think even with fundraisers that we've done, there's more transparency and more um, of the fraternal panhellenic councils coming in and, and buying things from us. So, mm-hmm. just getting our name out there in general has been one of our main goals and something that we've done um, positively. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So we asked about your perspectives and how they kind of changed when you got into uh, leadership on Greek Life. Um, what have you guys learned, like personally, about yourself or lessons you've learned from whether it's your student leadership or your leadership within Greek Life? I have had a lot of personal change when I first joined, you know, my chapter in freshman year until now. And I think what I learned is that, like, it's literally okay to fail and at everything that you try, if that's what it takes to get to where you need to be. It took me a lot of different paths to figure out what I wanted to do in school and within my sorority and who I wanted to be as a person and, like, as a collegiate w- woman. And, like, it was a lot of failure to lead me to the spot where I'm so grateful and so happy to be in. And so... And it's, it's what I was I was scared to do when I first came in. Like, I, I needed to be this perfect person and have this great plan mapped out for my future. But I think I've learned that it's okay to, like, take things one day at a time and fail and try again. And just knowing that I have the support of an entire community behind me is really uplifting. Yeah, and I'd also kind of say the exact same thing. But, like, also just take everything with gratitude that's given to you. You know, we're fortunate to be in the positions that we are today, you know, governing a great great group of students here at the University of Idaho. So, you know, if the issues do come up, if failures if are approaching, or if you see, you know, things that are going negatively, you know, just to take a step back and appreciate what you're doing, why you're here, and how you can help and aid, you know, your constituents. I think it's really, really been awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think I've learned um, t- that it's okay to be uncomfortable in these positions. Oh, it's yeah. okay to be new at something and not know what to say and not know what to do and, like, I remember the first meeting coming in as, as co-president, I was so nervous, but I think it's just, you know, without us being uncomfortable, we can't learn and we can't progress. So mm-hmm. I think just learning to, to be uncomfortable and, and learning to speak up when, when is needed and learning to getting, get into these rooms and positions where we might not feel like we belong there um, and speaking up and, and communicating what you feel and what you think is important. So yeah. definitely, y'all got elect- elected for a reason. So <laughs> yeah. it was it. Yeah, my favorite thing, like from AFLV, like that sticks with me right right now. It was like 
you weren't elected because you were perfect. You were elected because you were trusted. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow, that makes everything yeah. feel so much yeah. better, honestly. Warm and fuzzy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what advice do you guys have for individuals trying to get involved with leadership in their chapter or at the university? I mean, what does that look like for you guys? Do it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like That's that. it. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Go, like, go for it. Again, like, there's nothing wrong with failure. If you don't get it, it's honestly just, you know, take it with gratitude again. Like, it's a great experience to even, you know, put yourself out there and go do it. And if you do do it and you get it, you know, it's a great another year on, under your belt where you get to try new things, develop, you know, your own personal skills, learn stuff about yourself, how to motivate people. I, I do it 100%. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to learn something whether you succeed or you fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my biggest thing is that there's literally no perfect time to do anything, so you might as well just jump in and just go for it, Mm -hmm. because that's kind of the approach I took when I came into my leadership, and I would have never imagined it would have taken me to where I am now, and so if there's like a slight inkling in your mind where you think you should do something, just put yourself into it and do it, because you literally never know how it could end up, and of course it's going to be hard at first, and nothing that's worth having is ever easy, but it can lead you to some pretty amazing things. So I say it's, it's always worth it to try. Yeah, and with that, like I said before, just being uncomfortable is okay. You're learning how, how to be a better person, how to interact in these spaces that, that'll help you in your career. And so just put yourself in those positions where you're uncomfortable and you're able to learn and meet new people because just like this, like doing this has never crossed my mind my freshman right. year. <laughs> my freshman year I was so nervous and, and never left my dorm. And just putting myself in these positions or even joining my sorority was something what I, that I would have never imagined to do and, and look where I'm at now. So I think just look at the positive side, positive side of everything and, and you know, you'll learn to to do uncomfortable things and be a better you. Mm-hmm. Completely. So um, I, I agree with all of you. I think that what Dawson was saying earlier, that we have to be, we have to have gratitude with every decision we make and whether it's a failure or success. And I feel like we're definitely very, very um, blessed to be in such a good position at such a great school. Mm-hmm. So moving on, we're going to have our would you rather questions, <laughs> would you rather section. So we'll jump right in. Uh, would you rather make recruitment twice as long or twice as short? I personally think that this is an absolute no-brainer, twice as long, <laughs> without a like without a doubt. Because in my mind, it's like, with when it's twice as long, that means our budget is twice as big. Which, I mean, <laughs> come on, come on, like who wants that? And then also, I mean, kind of like going back to that point of pressure and recruitment, like I think if we kind of spaced it out a little bit more, if we had that ability, you know, give, you know, P&Ms and also chapters time to kind of situate themselves, you know, find what, you know, chapters right for them, find which P&Ms are right for them. They can focus on, you know, better, better events, more value-based recruitment as mm-hmm. well. So I think that would be a, like a no-brainer. Yeah, you're here for four years. So and <laughs> if you think about it, it's only a week yeah. to decide yeah. where you're going to live for four, right. week, yeah. four years. What's so. going to be like a lifelong commitment? Got to change yeah, my mind. Exactly. I was going to say twice as short because it's a long <laughs> last recruitment. So. Yeah, I... I never went through formal recruitment, so I guess I don't have like a perfect answer, but being on the other side of things, I would say twice as long. And it kind of goes back to this like partially structured recruitment style that we're trying to work with this year. Um, I don't know, in a perfect world, I would love it if we had it during the school year and it was like on the weekends or something to where you kind of like ease into it and you're not just like jumping completely in and like you just left your parents and now you're going Mm -hmm. through like crazy hours, you know, trying to figure out what you (laughs) want to do with the next four years of your life and where you want to join. So that's just me, but benefits to both I guess. Yeah I think for us we work a little differently so we have about four or five weeks for each chapter 
each chapter gets a week to do their rush week in about four days. Oh. And so everyone is able, all the freshmen that want to join or everyone else has an ability to go to each each week. And really cool. yeah, so it's an opportunity for them to, to get to know each one and really decide at the end. Okay. And so I think for us, specifically for my sorority, I think I would love to, to make it eight days or like a week yeah. um, just to get to know the members, the new people interested a little bit more and make them feel more comfortable and not so stressed um, because we go through interviews and stuff like that or just like a speed dating when, when right. we, specifically for our chapter, each chapter does their, their rush week differently, but I think I would love to, to get to know each member more um, and and just like he said, like expand our budget and <laughs> yeah, awesome. do a little bit more. So there's an individual week for each chapter. Yeah. So we actually ju- we do it each semester. So we actually just had our our recruitment weeks, and so ours passed was from I think the second through the to the sixth, the second through the sixth, and so that was for Kappa Delta Chi, and then the weeks before. Um, and we specifically do our week with uh, Omega Delta Phi Fraternity Incorporated because we're both founded in 1987. So we they're called they're not our brother fraternity, but we call them our 87 fam. And okay. so we link with them during our week, um, and sometimes we'll do events together during rush. And I know that um, Sigma Lambda Gamma and Sigma Lambda Beta Fraternity Incorporated do theirs together because they are um, brother and sister Sweet. fraternity and sorority. That's so cool. that's cool. That's yeah, cool. I didn't know that. That's also awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go on to the next one here. Would you guys rather go to a sisterhood or brotherhood or a social? Okay, well, I think you really can't go wrong with a brotherhood, so that's why I'm going to pick brotherhood, because at the end of the day, no matter what you're doing with your brothers, like, it's, it's going to be yeah, fun. Gonna be like, fun. you're going to have a good time. But, however, I really do think, like, a well-planned social, yeah, when everyone is having fun, everyone has things to do, like, nothing can really beat that. It has to be well-planned, though, because oh, yeah. if it's thrown together and they're just like, yeah, something's happening this Saturday, everyone should yeah. come, yeah. and it can... And it's like, everyone has to be involved, yeah. and yeah... Yeah, I would agree with that. I say personally, I really like socials just because IFC is a bigger organization than we are. So it's really cool getting the opportunity to meet different people in different chapters we wouldn't normally. Plus being with your sisters as well, incorporating that sisterhood aspect. So that my vote would be social. Yeah, me too. I like social. I think we've done a couple in my story. We did like a pumpkin bouquet last semester yeah, and it's opportunity like for, for new people who are even interested in our sort of oh, yeah. income mm-hmm. or just anyone, it's open to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so I think just doing that and having more fun and chill environment um, is something that I enjoy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet, so last question, would you rather go on a day trip with your brothers or sisters or stay in Moscow for the weekend? This one's hard, cause it's like, if I'm with my brothers and sisters, again, like, it's gonna be fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. But as I like kind of inch towards graduation, hopefully next spring, big emphasis on hopefully. <laughs> like I only have a couple more, like I only have one fall semester left. Like I like really wanna like preserve and treasure my time in Moscow. So I'm gonna lock in and go stay in Moscow for the weekend. I'm going to counter that, and I would say (laughs) I like to get out of Moscow for the weekend. I think sometimes it can feel like a bubble here almost, Mm -hmm. and it's good to just get out and, you know, do other activities and things that Moscow doesn't have to offer. Like, a lot of girls in our chapter, like, will take, like, day trips to Spokane or whatever to go to a concert or, like, to Boise, and so, and those things are constantly happening, and they're so much fun, and it's, like, another bonding thing we need to do together and, like, go on a little road trip, go see some of our favorite artists, and so that would definitely be my favorite and my pick. I agree. I think, like... 
I was I was gonna agree with your bubble statement. I think like have you guys ever seen the Simpsons movie when yeah. the big dome <laughs> falls down? Yeah. That's, that's exactly so, what yeah, it feels it like. And it's not only like just people like it, people. Even, <laughs> it's not just like people coming to Moscow. It's like the mindset and like personalities <laughs> and kind of everything that. you do in Moscow. Mm-hmm. When you leave, everyone just looks at you like. What? <laughs> <laughs> like you talk to some kid from like BSU or something. You're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I choose to leave Moscow for the weekend. I think it's nice being with my sisters here, but it's kind of hard because we don't have a house, so we kind of just meet up at people's apartments sometimes. Right. And so it'd be nice to kind of just go. And I think one time we went to Seattle, and we all did like a little retreat um, in the weekend. So I'd say that that'd be my choice. Yeah, I uh, personally would never leave Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it, but like I agree with Dawson. Like I'm graduating next year, hopefully as well, and I might take a summer ab- or a summer or fall abroad. So like if I leave. Like, this is, like, the last mm-hmm. year I have, like, with mm-hmm. everyone in Greek life and everyone on campus and yeah. all the faculty and staff I love. Like, Sean. Like, I'm going to miss that guy. Like, <laughs> shout yeah. out Sean. He's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode of You and I at U of I. And thank you guys for joining us. Thank you to our listeners. And as always, go, 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 go,